Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, and welcome to the Vanguard. For Muhammad Airborne Shaker, I am Matt Wright, and together we are traversing the muddied waters of freedom. First and foremost, let us, as always, thank Low Tide Kava Bar for the cover that we drink on this and every episode. Thank you to Alex Fortenberry. Today. Thank you. Thank you, Alex. Bula. Bula. Can you turn me up a little bit? Well, yeah. I turned the mics down because the music was so loud. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, so um, what's going on, buddy? Nothing much, man. Cool, cool. How was your week? It was good. Good. Good to hear. Any TV shows, movies, anything, recommendations? The Office. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm not. I mean, you're not wrong. Um, I watched this fantastic show. Um, I watched this fantastic show this week. Uh, it's one episode. It's on Netflix. It is called. It is called uh, Darren Brown. That's D E R R E N. Darren Brown's The Push. And if you don't know who Darren Brown is, I don't blame you. Um, he is a British or an English British uh, magician, mind reader guy, and his shows are fantastic. I've seen a lot of them, and he's got one called Enigma. And if you watch Enigma, and you don't stop watching Enigma, feeling like a ten-year-old all over again. Like, something's wrong. It's absolutely incredible. Yeah. Like, you watch it, and you're just like, how did he just do all of that? It was really amazing. First time I watched it. So I've seen a lot of his stuff. Um, but he's got this show right now called The Push, where he takes a random person, and through a series of him just being like, hey, would you mind holding this bag for me? Hey, would you do this? Hey, would you do this? He tries to get them to the point that they will push somebody off of a building. How? Just continually getting them to say, hey, will you do this? Will you do this? Will you do this? I need you to do this. I need you to do this. And it just keeps escalating. Each little favor he asks is like slightly worse. Slightly worse. Yeah. Slightly worse. And then it's one person that he does this to. Yep. Yeah. I was talking to my my friend uh, Dave Creighton uh, about something I read. Or something, maybe I watched on YouTube in psychology. And it's, if you get someone to do a little favor for you, they start thinking they like you. Right. And they're more apt to do more and more favors later on. Apparently, it's a great trick to work with the opposing gender both ways. Yes. Like, hey, can you pass me that? That literally could start it off. Right. And they think, oh, I like this person. This is why I'm giving it to him right. or doing what they're asking. Yeah, you just slowly increase. You do something small like, hey, can you hand me that cup? Yeah. Or, you know, will, will you give me a straw? And then you do that. And then it's, hey, will you uh, hand me a napkin? You know, whatever. And you just slowly yep. build it up. And uh, yeah. And that's what they do to this poor bastard and i i felt so bad for him throughout this thing i was like oh my just say no just <laughs> please say no to something yeah um but it was so like at the end of it i'm sitting there at the edge of my couch and i'm just glued <laughs> i cannot stop talking i'm talking like i'm talking to one of my friends on facetime 
who's also watching it. She's about a half an hour behind me. And um, like, I'm just staring at it. I'm just like, <laughs> and uh, like, she's laughing at me, but like, I don't care. Cause I'm just completely enthralled with this and everybody needs to watch it. Cause it is fantastic. Darren Brown is amazing at what he does. And uh, I highly, highly recommend uh, yeah. people checking that out. But it's also it's it's also a great case study for what people are willing to do if you just ask them in the right way. Yeah, definitely. You can get people to do a lot of things just by asking the correct way. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it was it was very very cool. Uh, highly recommended to anybody out there looking for something to watch. And then I watched a um, I watched a uh, da, 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 another. It was a document documentary series on Netflix called Evil Genius. And it opens with a bank robbery. Uh, it opens with a bank robbery in Erie, Pennsylvania. And this guy walks in with a bomb strapped around his neck. And he robs the bank. And he gets arrested. And so bomb squad's out there. Like, cops are all out there. And he's, like, trying to explain to him. He's like, it wasn't me. I was forced to do this. And they're like, okay, we're going to try to get somebody out here. And then the bomb goes off and... Boom, this dude blows up. Yeah. Which they showed. Holy shit. Yeah. And uh, <clears throat> and um, after that, they... Uh, so it's just like, okay, that's weird. And they're kind of going into the investigation a little bit. But as weird as it is... Oh, and the guy was a pizza delivery driver. He dropped off a pizza and then he said he was told to do this. That's what they figured out before that bomb went off. Yeah. Right. After that, it gets real weird. And it's just crazy. It's like three or four episodes long. It's like three hours total. And it's completely... I loved it. I loved it. Yeah. But uh, that was. I spent one day watching both of those things. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it was uh, fantastic. I do want to give a warning out to all of our viewers and possibly our listeners too. We're in the middle of a thunderstorm here and there is a good chance that this is going to be a real short episode. <laughs> uh, so if so, very sorry about that. But uh, Mother Nature can't be stopped. <laughs> yeah. So tomorrow is Independence Day. Yes. Tomorrow Tomorrow is the 4th of July. Yep. But they actually signed it yesterday. Right. If you didn't know. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And August 2nd, I believe, is a different date that's of importance. Yeah. August 2nd is like when the colonies actually approved. Uh, ratified ratified it i believe that's, i mean the congress no, voted ratified con- uh the constitution yeah something like that something like that yeah but um yeah but yeah tomorrow's independence day which was yesterday yep yeah pretty much <laughs> yeah and a lot of people don't know why world war world war because <laughs> that was where i was going and if, why we, you know, why we uh, got independence, I guess, from, from Britain. Um, a lot of people think it's simply taxation, which is a good cause. I right? mean, yeah, taxation, taxation is theft. Yeah, but a lot of people don't know why the taxation started. And some people incorrectly assume it was because of the French-Indian War. And then they don't know that it's, that the French-Indian War was part of the Seven Years' War, which is commonly known as world war zero to some people historians because hmm. it was so big 
uh, every like all of Europe uh, battles. The war uh, was from Europe to all the way to India, North Africa to all the colonial uh, all the colonies uh, here in the New World. And uh, part of that was the French-Indian War, which the colonists did engage in with the French and the Indians. And it was a mess, but it's World War Zero because it was so freaking big. Gotcha. And then, you know, because some people try to be like, well, the colonists did that to themselves by trying to take over Indian lands and fighting the French. But that's not really true. That was that that was already part of the Seven Years' War. It was just technically its own little war within a bigger war. You know, and then they had the Stamp Act and the Tea Act, and that made Americans really unhappy, especially the Tea Act, because we're going on into like protectionist territory here. They, uh, the English or the British were trying to force the colonists to only buy uh, British tea, right? Rather than wherever the fuck they wanted to buy it from. I don't really know where they bought it from, aside from Britain, but they were forcing them to buy just British tea. And yeah, that's why uh, you had the independence because they said fuck taxes. <clears throat> right well, now, everything's taxed. <laughs> I, yeah, it was a. I believe it was a three percent tax. Yeah, back then, and right now we're paying what thirty five. Yeah, one tax. That's just one tax. Right. Yeah, you right. add in all the other taxes, it's even more. Right, but it, that was the one that really pissed them off. Is that three <laughs> percent? Yeah, <laughs> it's like whoa, that's that's a bit much. Yep, that three cents <laughs> per dollar. Which, granted, back then was hefty, but still. Um, it's like 3% back then was, no, no. That's where we draw the line. And yeah. now it's like, right, but... It's, the roads. It's the price that we pay to live in a civilized... Yeah, it's no, for the it's roads. Not. <laughs> it's for, it's the, for roads. the roads. No, Domino's is fixing the roads on their own. Which is why I only order from Domino's now. Yep. And actually, I don't think it was a constitution in... August, because it was the uh, Articles of Confederation. Confederation, first. yeah. Yeah. Right, that would make more sense. Yeah, and then it was a constitution. Any big plans for the 4th for you? Nope. No? Did you know that John Adams and Thomas Jefferson both died on the 4th of July? I did know that. Yeah, it's pretty interesting. I did. Wasn't, uh, wasn't Tommy uh, born on the 4th of July? I don't remember that, yeah. but I don't Tom remember Cruise they both was. died on it. Tom Cruise was born on the 4th of July. Really? Well, he was in the movie Born on the 4th of July. Oh. I thought, what's his name would have been born on the 4th of July from National Treasure? Forget his name. Nicholas Cage? Yeah. <laughs> Nicholas Coppola? <laughs> Nicholas Coppola. I saw this. I may have talked about this on the show once before, but I saw this really old TV show that starred Nicholas Cage as Nicholas Coppola. And it had Crispin Glover, who's the dad in Back to the Future, and for anybody who doesn't know who that guy is, uh, is called The Best of Times, and it's a variety show with all of these teenagers, and it's about teenage life in like the 70s. There was one episode, and if you find it, watch it. <laughs> it's on YouTube. It's 45 minutes long. It is... It is an acid trip in a 45-minute segment. <laughs> it's unbelievable. It's so weird. One moment, Nicolas Cage is talking about how he doesn't want to go to war in Central America. And then the next minute, he's at like a school dance talking about how he's leaving the next day to go to war so he can get laid. <laughs> it's so weird. 
Um, but yeah. Anyway, <laughs> if you find it, it's on YouTube. It's really easy to find. Best yeah. of times. Um, so hopefully everybody has a good Fourth of July. Yeah. Be safe. Call Uber. Call Uber. Right. Call Uber. Call Muhammad. Yeah. He'll come pick you up. Or Lyft and tip me. Right. Uber. Or- I need tips in cash. So I don't report it to the government. Right. Get, get cash tips on. <laughs> Just say it's a gift. I can beg for tips uh, on the show. I don't do it in the rides. I never ask for tips on the rides. <laughs> on the show, though, I can ask for tips. So make sure you tip me because I need it. <laughs> I'm in the process of moving right now. Yes. I moved in with one of my other best friends in our group, Joe. Yes. So I'm 40 minutes away from where I used to live. Yep, that means he's about 30 minutes away from me. Yep. Here. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, no, that's uh, awesome that you and Joe are living together now. Yep. That is. That should be a good time. It'll be better for me. Yeah, probably. No, it will be. Right. I, I mean, mean <laughs> everybody knows I'm dealing with depression. So. I know. No, this is going to be really good for my head, I think. Yeah. Doctor thinks so. Joe thinks so. You think so. Pretty much everybody. Pretty much everybody so. would. I, I can't think of anybody that wouldn't think so. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, that's awesome that you guys are living together. It should be fun. It should be a good time. I. Okay. I. I heard that you texted him the other day, and you said, "Is it okay if I come home late?" I did. Uh, maybe I did. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, "Wow, he has not lived outside of his parents in a long time." No, no, I've never asked them. You've never asked them? No, well, it's been two years since I've asked because they've just gotten used to it. Right, gotcha. But it was I, out of respect thing, you know. Right, no, I get that. I just yeah, <laughs> I just thought it was really funny when he told me that. I was like, I, I was like, huh. Yeah. I mean, I can see Muhammad asking that question just yeah. to make sure. Yeah. Like, no, it's been four years since I moved in with my parents. Right. You know, and it was okay for the four years, but not the best. Because my parents, you know how parents are, you know. You know, as Will Smith one time said, parents just don't understand. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, I mean, I got got back. So I got back from the army, got divorced, got mad, left the country over my divorce. Came back after my year of doing the defense contract stuff. And they were like, hey, do you want to move in with us? And I was like, yeah, I'll move in. And they're like, hey, would you mind helping us out, you know, with rent or something? And they they left it up to me. So I was like, I'm an adult. I'm giving them 500 a month. So it really ended up me paying $500 a month for a room that couldn't really bring any, you know, ladies back home and had to deal with them all the time. So 500 a month was... Just started to be not worth it, you know. So now it's good that I moved out. Yeah, yeah, a hundred percent. Yeah, one hundred percent. I like I saw you on Saturday, maybe. Yeah, yeah, at low tide. Uh, saw you Saturday on low tide, and uh, it was a night and day difference from the last time <laughs> you and I had seen each other. Yeah. So. Definitely a good thing. Glad that you are doing better. Hopefully everything continues moving forward in a manner. You're, go, you're planning on going to school, right? Uh, yeah. Nice. Yeah, I'm just, I don't know if I'm going to go to nursing school instead or what. Gotcha. Yeah, but I should be starting in September, so. Cool. Yeah. Cool. If I go, I think if I go to nursing school, I'll start in September or something. I don't know yet. I haven't talked to that school 
or I'll go to business school starting in August. So within like three months, uh, three weeks from now. Right. So yeah. Yeah. Good. Excellent. Good to hear. Good to hear. Everything's moving forward. It's 4th of July. You're going to make a crap ton of money tomorrow. Hopefully celebrating the independence of our nation, which happened a few days ago. Uh, it was the declaration of independence was signed. By the way. What? On the second or on the, uh, in August. Okay. Yeah. So, well, uh, then what happened on the second? I don't know. Somebody said that in the comments. The fourth is when the committee of five. Right. Headed by Thomas Jefferson wrote the letter basically explaining why they were declaring independence. What was the second? Okay. So they, de- no, I think they signed it on the second and ratified it then in August, like a month later. Because the fourth is when the letter itself was okay, written. Yeah, that, maybe it was ratified. Yeah. It went by really quick when I just happened to glance down at it. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that would make sense, actually. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. So, speaking of independence. Yes. <laughs> uh, apparently, the farm bill is giving independence to farmers. Yeah. Which is a good thing. Uh, so, the farm bill uh, passed the... Wow, am I blanking. Thank God I've got my notes up right here. Uh, the Senate Committee on Agriculture, Nutrition, and Forestry approved the bill by a vote of 20 to 1. Yep. Well, and then the Senate... And then, yep, and then I was going to say... And then Congress even voted on it. But now, if you don't know how bills work, they do something called a bicameral, basically, meeting where Senates and, Senates, where senators and congressmen sit together to make both bills look the same. That's all that's happening right now. Um, and then when that is done, they'll vote on it again. And when that's done, that'll go to Trump. Right. Or, you know, the, whoever the president is, that's how it works. So right. It's a bicameral committee. Committee, that's what it's called. Um, bicameral, because it has both sides of the House. Right. Or Congress or whatever. And um, I think Trump will probably vote yes, because he has at least mentioned he'd, he'd uh, uh, legalize pot if uh, it comes his way. Which is really weird, considering the whole Jeff Sessions thing, but whatever. <laughs> Good old Jeff Sessions. I don't know why he has a guy that he disagrees with on stuff in there, but well, whatever. I don't either. But also, uh, Senator Charles Grassley, Republican from Iowa, mm-hmm. uh, he is uh, he is sitting there saying he is going to fight that. Yeah. Did he say why? Uh, he said that he wants to remove the legalization of all derivatives of the cannabis plant from all of the bills. He wants to make CBD illegal in all 50 states. Oh, again. he just wants hemp. No, no. He wants to get rid of that, too. Oh, so he doesn't want to even. No hemp, no CBD, no medical marijuana, nothing. This guy, this guy is yeah. This guy is 1936, uh, 1936 Republican. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he is fighting it. Tooth and nail, trying to keep uh, anything having to do with the cannabis plant out of yeah. America. And hemp is so good, man, because we had, um, I don't remember his name, and I feel bad about it. Steve. Edmonds. Yes. You know, yeah, we had Steve Edmonds on the show early in the show, like when yeah. we started. That was one of our first uh, guests, Well, right? uh, it was one of our first videos. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, yeah, because he, he had called in from wherever he is, right? Yeah, somewhere in middle Florida. Yeah. 
Um, and, you know, he told us all about the whole hemp for water bill that he'd been working on for Florida to at least get for, it for years. Yeah. To get it legalized in Florida. Uh, hopefully he doesn't have to do that anymore. Hope, yeah, definitely. I do know that the guy that is running for agricultural commission um, here in Florida, which I feel really bad. I know his first name is Matt, but that's because yeah. I'm narcissistic. Um, By the way, being a narcissist doesn't mean you know you're a narcissist. Just so you know. Be, what? Just because you say you're a narcissist doesn't mean you're a narcissist. Being a narcissist is actually a bad thing. I'm just throwing it out there. Right, I know. But you're you're not a narcissist because you say you are. <laughs> uh, there are different levels. <laughs> I'm on the lower level of narcissism. But, okay, I can give you that. <laughs> but you've seen me when I get around a mirror. No. No? <laughs> oh, man, I look at myself all the time. When I was working in Alaska, it was really funny. People made fun of me because we had mirrors everywhere well yeah you're, right, yeah right everywhere so people could see what they looked like in the jewelry so when i would be standing there i was setting up mirrors that whichever way i looked i could see myself <laughs> that's funny it was a fun game to play and then people started noticing that i was doing that uh people started noticing i was doing that and then they were making fun of me but then they started helping me set up the mirrors so it was great <laughs> <laughs> Um, man, I feel really bad because I just met this guy this past week, and his name is Matt. He's running for the Agricultural Commission. Dude's amazing. He's going to win. Uh, oh, is he? Oh, yeah. Oh. Big Liberty guy. Big Liberty guy. <laughs> One of the things in he, Florida? In Florida. Uh, is that Adam Putnam's spot? Uh, he's termed out, obviously, because he's running for governor. Well, no. Is that his spot? Yeah. Okay. Is he a Republican? Yes. Okay. Yeah. He's being supported by the RLC. Nice. So. And the party the local parties and all that yep that's cool yeah but he is a uh, very pro hemp and i wish i could remember his name and i apologize for that um but uh he is uh he was really nice super nice guy but yeah very very big on uh very big on hemp and hemp legalization and industrial hemp here in florida so even if this farm bill doesn't get passed by the time the elections come around mm-hmm. who, it, yeah who knows what that means though because we legalized medical marijuana here, and it's just a right. racketeering, you know? Yeah. It's, what we did for medical marijuana was not actually legalizing medical marijuana. You can't, yeah. you can't smoke it, which, okay, that's fine. I've seen the arguments on why flour should not be, uh, should not be considered medical marijuana, and I can understand it. Flour? Is that that's bud or yes. whatever? Okay. Right. Yeah, that's not the... You know, like the gummies or the whatevers. Um, so I can I can understand it because it's hard to say how much THC is in what it, you know, like when you crumble it up. I don't even know the terminology of this stuff anymore. Yeah. Um, but uh, so I can understand that. But they're saying that they're doing it more for, oh, well, you're inhaling it, so it can't be good for you. Which, yeah, well, you're burning something. You so are burning. Right. I get it. But... Um, so yeah, you can't smoke it. You can only use edibles. You can't. I I don't know if vaping it's allowed or not. I'm not a hundred percent sure on that. I think it may be just edibles. I know you can get much THC out of vaping. No, you one hundred percent can. Oh, you can. Yeah. Okay. Definitely. I uh, did a very firm study of this in Alaska, where it was legal. Yeah. <laughs> and yes, you can get a good okay. amount of THC uh, from vaping it. Um, 
it's expensive in Alaska, probably everywhere. But uh, it, yes, you can definitely get THC from. Wow, that. that's that's cool. Yeah, and I'm not gonna say that I had some last night, mm-hmm. but it worked then too. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah, so the farm the farm bill looks as though. <laughs> The farm bill looks as though it is going to pass, which is great because once we get him, one, it, it it will help the pollution in Florida. Yeah, the pollution of the waters in Florida, which I learned all of this from Steve Edmonds. Um, Wait, how? Uh, because hemp, when you grow it, will help revitalize the soil, so you won't get as much runoff. Okay. Into the Okeechobee, for instance, so you won't have the problem with the sugar industry with the runoff. Yeah running into uh if uh sorry greg finally got me to laugh at a comment (laughs) our greg yeah uh he said that if i was a comic book character my name would be vapey vane (laughs) that one was that one was good yeah um but um hemp will revitalize the soil which will stop the runoff into the different uh waterways which will help cut down on the amount of uh, water pollution that we are having in Florida. So that way, that's one of the things that uh, Steve was so adamant about, about it was in order to help stop pollution of our lakes and our rivers and, you know, the ocean. If we did legalize industrial hemp, we'd be able to keep it. We'd be able to revitalize the soil. So that way the nice. runoff wouldn't be as bad. Um, that was just one part of the entire hemp yeah. for water thing, but it was a very important part. Yeah. And then there's all the different products you can make out of hemp. You can make like, everything out of hemp. Yeah. You can, well, ropes, obviously, but right. then you can help Clothes. with paper. Yeah. Paper. Clothing, paper, apparently uh, hemp cement, uh, I think wood as well. Yeah. Uh, like some kind of wood. Hempcrete. There's a house up in Tarpon yeah. that is completely made out of hemp minus the glass. Yeah. Like everything in there is hemp. It's all made from hempcrete. It's all, it's, it's insane. I've been inside of it. Yeah. Um, it's a very cool house, but it's like pretty much everything yeah. is hemp. And, and that, it, like that would help bring construction costs down. Cause now not everyone's fighting over wood and cement, you right. know, you can, uh, they'd make a hemp plastic that's biodegradable. It's not, obviously it's not plastic, but you know, is that what, Bull is using is that what plastics are made out of that are biodegradable mm. okay i have no idea i looked them up um i looked them up once to appeal to the hippie crowd yeah at low tide um back when i was there and it was really expensive and it w- was almost so expensive we would have had to raise the cost of everything and it wasn't worth it yeah um but very good they're very di- biodegradable very usable um and hemp is pesticide free yeah so you don't have to use uh stuff on it right yeah yeah or pest free they're like naturally pesticides or something yeah i don't know enough about it they can protect themselves i was on the board of uh national hemp and i don't even know the stuff about it (laughs) um i feel as though i should know that stuff Mm -hmm. um but yeah no hemp is a fantastic product and hopefully the farm bill does legalize it and if the farm bill doesn't legalize it. Hopefully Florida legalizes it very soon along with each of the 50 individual states. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Like I was reading an article uh, shortly before we started that uh, industrial hemp's legal in Kentucky. It's just real hard to grow. Why? Uh, something about the land. I don't know. Oh, okay. Okay. It's just a Kentucky problem. Right. 
um, something about the land where, you know, we have everything that's right here. Mm-hmm. Speaking of Kentucky. Speaking of Kentucky. Yeah. Did you see that somebody was like threatening to like axe down? Axe down Rand Paul's family and put him in a box? Yeah. Yeah. What the fuck is that? Right. Please get your people under control. I know. I saw that. That Actually, so on Saturday, I went to an event. Mm-hmm. And uh, at the event, the good senator from Kentucky was there. And um, he actually said, and he was like, man, this has been one. This has been a hell of a year. He didn't say hell. This has been been a crazy year. Um, I was shot at at the baseball game. Yep. Uh, one of my neighbors uh, broke my ribs. Yeah. Um, and just today, somebody was arrested for threatening to chop my family up with an axe and put them in a box. Yeah. And I was just like, yeah, that's a, that's a bad year. Yeah, this. That is a bad, bad year. Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't understand why people have to take their political differences out on violence. Like, it's one of the reasons I think the United States is one of the greatest countries in the world and why I think the independence of the United States, like, this is topical for tomorrow, you know, like independence of the United States. We're one of the only countries in the world that had, had, had that has had this many consecutive years from its end. Of, sorry, we are the only country in the world that has had 200 whatever fucking years. 200 40, 239? Well, yeah. Something. Over 230 years of peacefully, uh, you know, uh, allowing uh peacefully relinquishing power from one person to the next and one group to the next and one political person to the next there was a there was a small hiccup there in the 1860s but no that doesn't count <laughs> no no I, I mean i don't i mean i honestly don't count it uh, i mean cuz i i wouldn't compare i wouldn't i'm talking like elections and all that you right. know like we we never had a it wasn't that we were trying to overthrow. It wasn't that the South was trying to overthrow the North. It no. was that they were just trying to leave. Yeah, the Northern War of Aggression against the South uh, in the 1860s was definitely a, a hiccup uh, when it comes to secessionism and allowing states to uh, to, to gain liberty and uh, not be part of the Union. But you know the the the, the War of Northern Aggression ended and uh, the South lost. It's okay. Maybe we'll try again one day. <laughs> well, according to Alex Jones, that day is tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. uh, according to Alex Jones, Civil War starts tomorrow. I don't know if you said what time, but, you know, <laughs> I'm certain it's going to be when, you know, the fireworks start. Um, man, how about that? Man, I'm going to go completely off of anything that we had written down here. But how about that guy in Portland? I don't know anything about that. You don't know anything about that? You didn't see that guy, the Antifa dude? They were having some protest, counter-protest. Oh, was it a fight? Was it a fight yeah. between people? Dude hits this guy with a steel rod, just one one of the police baton kind of things, mm-hmm. that, you know, the extendables, hits him. The dude takes the hit, punches this guy in the face. Dude just collapses yeah i saw i did see that yeah and then like a girl ran up to the guy and then the guy at thank god he had the wherewithal to like 
he like actually, I saw and then yeah. he backed off and he was like no yeah. no no good yeah. good and I was like oh, all right like the dude hit you with a rod like yeah you have the right to punch him yeah uh, but you didn't hit the girl so good for you man <laughs> yeah no the funniest video I've seen about Antifa was uh, some kind of riot and a bunch of people uh, that they were against I guess and this guy wearing an America cape uh, he was wearing a flag or something around his neck as a cape is it bad that you said america cape and i thought superman yeah no (laughs) and he ran up to this guy antifa guy took his mask off and this was at the the end of them running right uh took his mask off so now this antifa guy doesn't have a mask on so now he looks like everybody else so as he's running with his people Somebody, one of his friends clocks him in the face with like a two by four and then he gets pepper sprayed. <laughs> it's the funniest thing ever. I was like, yep, good, good medicine. <laughs> oh, I don't know who I that bet you he was no longer a commie after that. <laughs> Man, I've been with you this entire time. Sorry, I didn't know what you looked like. Exactly. Like, that was so funny. I was like, oh my God, that this is awesome. Oh. Yeah, uh, so they were up there uh, protesting immigration, Trump's immigration policies. Yeah. And speaking of immigration. Yeah. uh, Today, the House rejected the Securing America's Future Act of 2018. Mm -hmm. Uh, I know that I switched on the page that had the notes on that on it, but I believe 193 Republicans voted for it, 41 voted against it, and every Democrat voted against it. Uh, Yeah, that was the number. Okay. That's what I thought. Uh, now, I have not read this bill in its entirety, and I did not see any of the argument on it. But So I just glanced at it real quick. So I'm just going to read a few of the things that are on the bill. Um, the bill amends the Immigration and Nationality Act to revise immigrant visa allocation provisions, including family-related visas, and non-immigrant classification for parents of adult U.S. citizens is created. Whatever that means. Right. I was going to say, I, it does not say what it, re, what it revises to, so I can't really speak. Yeah, to, I, I mean, I saw the same right. yeah, yeah. one. Um, the diversity visa program is eliminated. I kind of wonder what that means, but it sounds bit. like a good thing to be. Right. Uh, annual immigration levels are revised. Again, just revised. I have no idea what it means. Yeah. Uh, the limit on worldwide level of employment-based immigrants is increased. That's a good thing. That's a good thing. That means that, you know, people who are going to be coming here working, more of them can come. Yeah. I'm good with that, 100%. The H2C Visa Temporary Agricultural Worker Program is revised, and a trust fund is established to provide incentives for such workers to return to their country of origin. I'm guessing that means that it was dropped. What, are we paying for them to go home? Is that what it is? That's what it looks like. A trust fund. Trust fund is usually a private thing, but okay. Sure. DNA testing to establish family relationships is authorized. I can agree with that. I can agree to that. I can agree. See, like if that normally I'm like, no, I don't want the government taking DNA. But when you have a problem with child trafficking uh, coming up through the borders and they're like, oh, no, this is my child. All right. Yeah. Which certain friends of mine on Facebook seem to really care about child trafficking. I don't know why. You may know who I'm talking about, maybe not, but... I don't. Yeah. Oh, never mind. That was what we were talking about. Um, yeah, like, if child trafficking is such a problem, then you should want to make sure that the child uh, belongs to the person this person says they belong to, you know? Right. 
So completely understand that one. Disagree with the D, like government taking DNA, but at the same time, there is really no other way to prove it. Yeah. Um, employment eligibility, eligibility verification provisions are revised. Man, I really wish they had used anything. Like, I wish they had said decreased, increased on this. Instead yeah, of just yeah. revised. Yeah. Um, or I had done a little bit more research on it. Uh, mm, you'd be going through pages. I know, so much. Um, the Department of Homeland Security shall establish an employment verification system. I feel as though that should have been done already. Yeah, I agree. I feel as though that's <clears throat> necessary. But um, I know that when I was when I saw this... Uh, Oh, one thing I didn't like was no federal, state, or local government entity or individual may prohibit or restrict a federal, state, or local government entity or official from complying with the immigration laws or assisting related federal law enforcement activities. So that means that if the feds come into your area and you're like, no, we don't want you here, you can't stop them. Yeah, I, I know. I saw that. Right. And that that was the one where I was like, I bet that's what lost you. A lot of senator or a lot of uh, Republican. Oh, probably. As soon as I saw that, I, I, I mean, I saw that it said state and, and local, but I mean, that just means federal trumps them because how, how there's no other way to word that really where that protects state and local. Right. And I know that this bill was to actually bring families back together. I know, like, you know that they would stop separating the families the way that they would do it. I'm not a hundred percent sure on, I don't know if that meant that they would just detain the children longer or if it was just kind of like a catch and send back home kind of a thing, which is bad. Like, because what if you send back actual Americans? So there should be an actual trial so you can prove that you're an American. Right. If that's the case. Right. Cause you don't want to send, you don't want to just catch and release back actual americans either you know right so they have to stick to the actual trials right i would agree with that i would agree with that like i i don't really have such a problem with like the mass trials that they're doing like i don't like them but when you have the huge influx of them i don't i'm like okay whatever but at the same time you know it's like if how do you like other than having a passport? How do you prove you're American? I don't know. I I don't know what mechanisms they have. They might have some mechanisms that could be for you to prove that you are, even though you don't have one. Right. Maybe you lost it. You know. Maybe you lost it. You've seen the movies. <laughs> you know. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. I, I have agents and and. Friends of agents will lose passports and they'll try to get back in without a passport. So, yeah, it happens in the movies. It might happen in real life. I'm just guessing. I don't know. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm yeah. sure there's some truth to that. Yeah, I'm certain. I'm certain that somewhere in there, there is some sort of uh, I'm certain that there is uh, some sort I'm of I'm sure uh, people have lost passports. I mean, we lose everything, you know. Um, <laughs> so. Spike just recommended that uh, we make DNA results show like Maury does. You are not the father. Family is deported. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Speaking of Spike, getting a little bit off uh, topic there. Uh, Speaking of Spike, tomorrow, 
is going to be the very first episode of my fellow Americans, 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 by Spike Cohen, which I find hilarious that we have the anarchist doing a show on Independence Day. Yeah, right. <laughs> I am so terrified and excited for this first show. I'm an anarchist. Okay. Um, <laughs> I am. Okay. <laughs> I'm not doing it on Independence Day. Right. <laughs> um, but yeah, I find it hilarious that he is doing his show on Independence Day. Yeah. And I cannot wait for this show. I think it's going to be so funny and so exciting. Um, but, uh, but, uh, yeah, I totally forgot where we were. Uh, immigration, immigration stuff. stuff. But yeah, uh, so if the Facebook lawyers are, uh, as keen as they say they are, and this thing actually ended, like if this was a good bill, like some of them say it is, and they actually were going to end family separation. The fact that 190 Democrats voted against it shows that it's all partisan. I can't actually say that because I haven't read the bill. Yeah. Um, I would have to get a much more in-depth look. Uh, well, like right now, it looks very partisan. Right. Yeah, right now it looks exceptionally partisan. Uh, when you have over well over half the Republicans voting for it and none of the Democrats. Mm -hmm. And actually, speaking of Mexico, that shit's about to become an even worse hellhole. Oh, God. Because they just elected like a far left guy. Yeah, they just elected socialist. Yeah, they elected like the Bernie Sanders of Mexico as their president. Yeah. And that shit's going to probably, probably turn into fucking Venezuela, which is bad. Like we're going to get even more people now trying to come in. And I just sounded like a far right, fucking alt right guy. Yeah. Um, well, it's true though. I mean, now we're gonna get a lot of people trying to come in, and sorry, like it's people have. To, I've my mind has been changed on it. In that open immigration, complete open immigration is not a good thing. Is not a good thing. That's where I stand right now. I mean, if somebody wants to change my mind, otherwise, go ahead. Right now, that's what I'm thinking. Right. Yeah, I used to be an open borders guy, and I am not open borders guy. Uh, I I feel as though we do need some sort of immigration reform. Yeah, of course. Uh, I think we do need to make the process easier. Um, and I'm not really for a wall. I'm just not no, for open immigration. No. I mean, not not the not the not the brick and mortar wall that everybody envisions on the Trump t- side. You know. Like, I don't believe in that, but, yeah, I don't believe in open immigration. No, I don't believe in open immigration. I don't believe in, um, I don't, yeah, I don't believe in open immigration, and I don't believe for stricter immigration laws. I think that we need to figure out a safer way to allow people into the nation at a reasonable speed. Yeah, I agree. I don't think it should take, what, 10 years? Yeah. 10 years plus to become a legal immigrant. Um, I don't think that's necessary. Uh, and I uh, I don't believe in lotteries either. Although, is that how? Yeah, I don't believe in lotteries either. Like, they have the visa lotteries where it's a lottery and you get to enter the United States. I think it should be merit-based. Like, if you have a skill or a degree or something, then yeah, you can come in. And that, 
doesn't i'm not trying to take away from like political refugees and all that no like that should still be a thing in my opinion no like i understand that there are asylum seekers and sure i understand that and yes i am compassionate to the asylum seekers but asylum does not mean i want a better job yeah i'm looking for a better job outside of wherever like you know the mother unless they have skills or a degree right yeah well i mean saying asylum seekers like i get it that they're going to come here looking for refuge and yeah i'm okay with actually bringing them in yeah fine with that but if they're saying oh i'm seeking asylum but all it is is they want to come to america for a better job that's not seeking asylum that's looking for immigration status i think you know we should i think private they should allow like private i don't know how it works they should make private sponsorship easier Yes. So the people on the right wing of things in this country, like all the Republicans and Christians, can sponsor, I don't know, religious and political refugees from the Middle East and Africa that they want to bring here, um, like Christian people maybe that are persecuted. And it would be easier also for, make it easy, just as easy for, you know, liberals and progressives to privately sponsor families uh, that are trying to escape, I guess, economic issues and gang violence in South America and other parts and world. But, you know, tie you have to tie some responsibility to private sponsorship, you know? I think that would work better. And personally, I don't know if I'm going to speak for you on this. Mm-hmm. Personally, I feel as though we can really curtail the uh, cartel violence in these different nations. By legalizing all drugs here in America. Well, yeah, we we said that, I think, last episode. <laughs> Did we? I think that we should just legalize everything here in America. And then that way, it becomes a legitimate business everywhere. And then there's no more real drug violence. You don't have the cartels. I mean, you'll have the businesses that will then kind of become like cartels sometimes down there where they can. But... At the same time, it's not going to be a violent, gang-ridden hellhole uh, that people are trying to escape. They'll just probably look for employment. Yeah, there's uh, all kinds of articles here. Colorado, just look up Colorado marijuana hurts cartels, and plenty of articles here that talks about just Colorado alone. You know, right? So, if we were to legalize cocaine, if we were to legalize cocaine, I actually think most people that deal in drugs aren't bad people. Um, aside from the cartels, cartels are just a minority in the drug dealing business, you know, and because of the language and the culture of things, we just call them criminals, people that are going around selling marijuana, but they're not, they're, they're technically not criminals because, you know, society can't be a victim. There's, that doesn't make any sense. Right. Like I do under. I understand that people are worried about people selling drugs to children they're not doing that. but they're not doing that they're not doing they're that. not doing that my my drugs are expensive right my entire youth i was offered weed once when i was 15 by a friend of mine who had it mm-hmm. who was i don't know where he got it from yeah, but not a drug dealer not, yeah what fucking drug dealer gives away their product right nobody right especially e- marijuana even even as i got older it was on the rarest of occasions that somebody was like, here, have free drugs. Yeah. It's not happening. 
No, it's not. It is 100% not happening. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think that it should be, everything should be legal. And I get a lot of pushback on that from people. But I do. I think that everything should be legal. And if we were to do that, it would really curtail all of the uh, drug cartel violence going on in these countries that people are seeking asylum from. Yeah. Therefore, if we want to stop immigration, the immigration issue, not stop immigration. The legal immigration. The illegal immigration. Right. The, if, we want, if we want to curtail the illegal immigration issue, all we have to do is legalize all drugs. Yeah. You don't yeah. have to do them. They're, you're, they're not going to be forced down your throat. Yeah, and the, uh, I uh, I was at a lecture at the Mises Institute uh, two years ago, and um, they had, the lecture was called uh, "How We Won the War on Drugs," and it was by the vice president of the Mises Institute. I forget his name, and one of the things he was talking about is how when we made marijuana so illegal and so hard to get and had the punishment so bad uh that's what caused people to start going to other drugs it's and it's actually like an economics thing because um the density i guess of marijuana a pound of a pound of marijuana is a lot bigger than a pound of cocaine. Yes. Uh, or meth, you know. Right. It's like a pound of feathers versus a pound of Yeah, rocks sand. or something, right. yeah. Uh, which caused drug dealers to have to, f- you know, find uh, an alternative drug that they could still make just as much money on or more. And they went to that other stuff, cocaine, uh, all of it, you know. Um, because you can move a whole lot more in a sedan than you can now in the vans and 18 wheelers they used to use you know uh and so yeah even legalizing marijuana alone would do so much good to the to uh to to hinder yeah to stop people from not only uh dealing in that stuff but even using it you know so 100 percent uh, real quick, Walmart. Uh, real quick, Walmart uh, came out with a summer fashion line, and it said uh, it was a series of T-shirts that said "Impeach 45." Yeah, um, and they got a lot of a lot of pushback from uh, right wingers who were saying that you know if you sell this, we're going to boycott your store, we're going to do protests, whatever. Uh, they immediately pulled them down off of line. You can't find them anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm certain that they're out there somewhere. I'm certain some company is selling them. Uh, but I believe that Walmart immediately backed off of that one. And I find that weird that Walmart, of all companies, would have started selling that at their store. I don't get it because they're big. Like yeah. They're everywhere. You're going to really piss off half of the people that use you. Right. I could see... Um... Man, I forgot the name of that store. You know, the one that did the Kent State shirt. That, I don't know. Oh, man. Target. No, it wasn't Target. It was a... Uh, 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 oh, crap. Um, I don't know. It's one of those hipster stores. Yeah. Uh, it's one of the hipster stores um, that I used to shop at. But they had... Like, at one point, they had a Kent State... Like, a Kent State shirt 
but mm-hmm. it had bullet holes in it with blood around it. What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can find it online. Like, you can't find it for sale online anywhere, but you can find pictures of it. Um, and I can't remember the name of the company that uh, came that did that. But I could see them doing something like that. I could see, um, you know, the, the, the Hot Topic doing something like that. Mm-hmm. You know, I could see stores like that. Walmart, that's, that's a little weird that they were like, okay, we're going to... We're going to step out here in this one and just kind of try this. Especially when I feel as though many of the policies being passed recently are good for the Walton. Yeah. Yeah. I feel, I, I just kind of feel that way. And most of their stores are around like redneck areas. Right. And redneck areas vote for Trump. Right. I'm just kidding. That's I mean, bad. you're not wrong. Okay. <laughs> you're right. I mean, I wouldn't have called I it. I can say that I'm a redneck. Right. Um, he's a Muslim redneck. Um, but, uh, yeah, so I find it really weird that Walmart would do this. It doesn't make sense for, uh, the way that their company seems to run. Yeah. Not a hundred percent sure what they were thinking about on that one. <laughs> Trump derangement syndrome. Yeah, I guess something like that. Um, but yeah, that's, uh, that's pretty much all we got. You got anything else you want to add? No, I'm that's it just enjoy the the day tomorrow yeah everybody enjoy fourth of july tomorrow enjoy independence day spend it with family spend it with friends go to a barbecue call uber if you get drunk call uber if you don't i don't care (laughs) um but uh tomorrow uh on this channel muddied waters of fruit facebook.com backslash muddied waters of freedom uh you can watch spike cohen with his brand new show my fellow americans 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 uh, it's an echo. It's an echo. It's an echo. If you don't know what that is. And he's Jewish, so you're going <laughs> to like it. Um, he is. He's very. We're uh, not Nazis. We have a Jew on the show. <laughs> and then Thursday uh, is the episode two of the writer's block with another Jew on the show, Yehuda Reamer. Nice. Yes. So uh, we, it's a very Jewish week here. Yeah. Um, I swear we're not Jewish. We're, no. I mean, I, I swear we're not Nazis. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so... Um, Tune into both of those. Friday, we'll have a new episode of My Liberty out next Monday. Is that when you're starting? Yeah, okay. next Monday. Next Monday is going to be the first episode of Mo Liberty, and all of those are going to be able to be found live here on Facebook uh, at facebook.com backslash muddied waters of freedom. Uh, you can also check out, please, God, please check out our YouTube page. I have been spending so much time uploading all of these videos to YouTube. Uh, so please go to us and subscribe. We need. We need a veritable fuck ton of subscribers on YouTube. So please, dear God, subscribe. Tell your friends to subscribe. Share it. Tell everybody to subscribe to us on YouTube. <laughs> please, God. Um, but, uh, yeah, do all of that. You can find us here on Facebook, again, at facebook.com backslash Muddy Waters of Freedom. You can find us on Twitter at muddied underscore waters. Real quick, congrats to Alex Mercer. Merced. Merced. Is yes, it? congrats. Merced? Yeah. Oh. Okay. Unless I'm wrong, it's Merced, I think. Oh, I thought it was Mercer. Yeah. Anyway, Both Alex, <laughs> to whichever Alex it is, <laughs> congratulations on becoming the vice chair of the Libertarian Party. We were rooting for you. Um, sorry to the Libertarian Party for the re-election of Nick Sarwark. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Bill Weld will be the 2020 nominee. Of course he is. I know. With that vote? Yeah. Yeah, 100%. Uh, you can find us on Instagram at muddiedwatersoffreedom.com and you can follow us all the time at muddiedwatersoffreedom.com. 
And uh, one last bula for the road. Once again, low tide, thank you. Bula. bula. And remember, guys, where we're going, we don't need roads. And the breathing's getting harder. Trying to stay above the water. When we collide. You always look like a star. I always look from afar. Too shy for your type, so when you said hi, I guess you took me off guard. And you just laughed at my shyness Felt like I was meeting her highness uh, Cause you were always a queen Made me feel like a king And now here we are, yeah And we ain't worried about nothing We ain't worried about nothing We ain't worried about nothing No matter what we've done We put love in it uh, We ain't worried about nothing We ain't worried about nothing We ain't worried about nothing So when the storm shall come We're still loving it uh, Let the storms come, they're still loving it. Ah.